so we're this called is... the gaming nexus oh show. there you go did yeah you... no thank you yeah. forget no i, I forget. know <laughs> <Did> you... <laughs> so each week the uh four of us bring something or max usually just brings himself and kind of share it with the rest of us although i was what? promised lore from a uh praying mantis lore or whatever so oh fuck Oh, why would you say it and not bring it? It's hmm? so disappointing. I got yeah. praying mantis lore. To disappoint you. Yeah. He no. says it to disappoint you. That's true, what? I guess. Like, I got praying mantis lore. Zorak? Zorak, can you help me? Is that the dude from Space Ghost? Yes. yes. <laughs> Zorak. It's awesome. Oh, I was more man. of a Boltar guy, but that's fine. So Netflix is kind of interesting. They don't like really share how many people watch their stuff like at all, right? At, at best, they tell you how many people are watching a show for at least two minutes. So until until literally yesterday, they would be like, hey, this is how many people watch our shows. And the metric that they would use to show you that they were watching was this is how many people watch our shows or movies for at least two minutes. And that's what they use as their metric. And that's what they gave out publicly. Which is right. kind of like a terrible metric, I think, right? For an hour-long show, you watched at least two minutes of it, so like you got to the, you know, beginning credits, and you're like, "This isn't for me." But literally yesterday, they decided they're going to show us how many people are actually watching their shows and movies. Wow, um, I was a little surprised by the show list because I have not watched most of these. Um, so they give us the top ten. Do you guys want to take guesses on what is on the top ten? All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I already looked it up, so I'm oh, ru- okay. I ruined it. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. So, like, on my Netflix account, when I log in for the last like six months or so, there's been a top ten, right? Right. right. Like, so are you saying that now they're providing like viewing numbers with this top ten? Here's the top ten, like the Netflix most popular shows in the history of Netflix. Oh, in the history of Netflix. And what their metric is, oh. is they're using the first 28 days of that show or movie being out, right? And they, they're doing it by season, not necessarily by series. So okay, like a couple still, of shows this... make several seasons on the top 10. Is it still now, two minutes? There, there are No, there no. are two lists here. There's two lists. There's the, the two-minute list, which who gives a shit, right? That means nothing, right? right? It means nothing. And then yeah. there's the actual by hours list. This is how many people have been watching whatever this is how many hours they have when watching it and this is the ranking that it's at so so series definitely have the advantage over well netflix movies they have right two lists. they have well they have an additional list of like here's the shows and then here's the movies okay so, okay 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 i feel like so, i got a grip on it all now. right so you want to give me some shows that you guys think are on the top 10 other than joe because of course joe already looked i'm already looking cheating uh, the the crown no uh, all right, we're going back and forth. N- N- Stranger Things. Which season? One. No. No. Two. Season yes. two is the number eight. <laughs> is the number eighth watched uh, series at four hundred and twenty-seven million hours. Max is on the board. What about that uh, that dumb full house thing? No. Good. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, which uh, is the Office on Netflix? Because no. it was for a while, No, right? these are Netflix originals. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Which you've all been naming so far until... So you want to give another... I'll give you another guess there. Dragon Prince. No. Yeah! No Dragon, Dragon Prince! Yeah. Should no. be number one. Dragon Prince. Uh, <laughs> House of Cards. Heart. No. House of Cards. No. Mm. Mm. Um, Wait, right, what's the one with John P? Uh, hey. Outer Banks. No. I love Outer Banks. This is so stupid. I love it. Uh... Oh, that Gully Mero, Gully Mero, uh, Guillermo del Toro one with the, uh, 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 and they're the kids and they do magic, but then there was another one where they were in space and then another one, there were wizards, which was kind of like the first one. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I like no that. Idea. That's yeah, a good. What's that called? That's Troll really Hunters. good. No. What is Hunters. it? Troll Hunters. Yeah, that Troll, is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Kelsey Grammer. No, that's great. It's the animation in that is bomb. <laughs> like, it is so good. Elliot. <laughs> I've Let never them heard get their it. excitement out before you <laughs> kill it. No. <laughs> well, right. isn't it a little telling that you've named one thing out of the whole list? Isn't that All right, a little us the telling? List. All right, so at ten, at 10, we have Ginny and Georgia, season one. I don't even know what that one is. 381 mm-hmm. million hours. Uh, at number nine, we have Money Heist Part 3 at 426 million. Uh, number eight, Stranger Things season two, People 427. 
Uh, yeah, that's the other thing that's kind of weird. Is like, <laughs> why part three? Maybe one or two are shorter. Uh, you season two, four hundred and fifty-seven at number seven. What? Really? Uh, yeah. Thirteen reasons why season one is at six. <sighs> Thirteen reasons why season two is at um five. Fuck. Ooh, or ooh I have another guess. And, yeah. I have a last minute guess. Yeah, the yeah. one where they drew the dicks. No. The one where they drew the dicks is a good one no. too. Yeah. The yeah. Dicks, the one. Not the on dicks one's the fantastic. dicks fantastic. The witch. <laughs> the Witcher. Oh man. Is at four at five forty one million. Uh, I forgot about that. Stranger Things season three five hundred eighty two million. Uh, Money Heist part four six nineteen million. And what number the fuck one is Money Heist. <laughs> oh, Money Heist is phenomenal. Oh, you love Money Heist. Oh yeah, Money four more than part one. Yeah, the circle. Crazy? Number one is the circle. No, no. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Oh, man. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Come on. 625. Oh fuck me. God, like, sexy Americans. Crown. You know what? Actually, my uh, wife and I were good. responsible for watching uh, seven episodes of Bridgerton, so seven of those hours are mine. Way Notice go, not fuck. ten hours because we fucking bailed because that show is boring. <laughs> oh, so you've been saying Bridgerton. See, I haven't heard of that. I thought you said Richard Head, like a euphemism for dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Richard sure. Head. Yeah, yeah Richard. Richard Head. You know. The uh, the movies, Ricardo Cabeza. Uh, I think are Sorry, even harder to guess than the shows. Uh, did you feel that way, Joe? Uh, oh no, Eric. I'm I'm sure you have one of these. Come on. I'm sure you Extinction. get some of them. No. Extinction is probably. Oh on no there, no. Right? Extraction. You mean? Extraction. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Extraction. That's number the number one, two. Number two. The one with Thor. Uh, the one where Charlize Theron, where she gets injured and comes back and like comes back to life. She's kind of Dust immortal. Furious. No, no. Uh, I know what you're good. talking about, but the it old was guard. really good. I think it's called The Old Guard. It's That's on here. Good, yeah, number That's a good nine. One. Number nine. Um, oh, oh, Eric's pulling ahead. There you go. I got to catch up. Hmm. Netflix what about the, uh, the Zack Snyder thing with the zombies? Yeah. Army of the Dead yep. is number eight. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. the one, the animated one where she writes on her hand a lot and there's robots and it's like the tech apocalypse. Oh, that's a good oh, one. The Mitchells Man, versus, Mitchell's the versus the Machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not on here. And that what? <laughs> That it is might a good be the one, best though. movie they've done. That like, is that is a great fucking movie. Mitchell it Mitchell's is. versus Machines. Go watch it, it everybody. Right now. If you're it's listening, fantastic. stop listening to this podcast and go watch it right now. It she writes on her hands. <laughs> it is really good. So uh ten murder mystery. Never heard of it. Uh Adam Sandler, Jennifer Anderson. Actually oh, kind of funny. Okay. Actually kind of funny. Yeah, it's all right. Bold statement, Cotton. Uh nine is the old guard. Eight is Army of the Dead. Seven is Enola Holmes. How could you forget? Not bad. <laughs> uh, it gets a little slow. Yeah, I got real gonna, slow. Going to give my critical response to each of these. There you go. Yeah, Sp- yeah, uh, Spencer Confidential is number six. Mark Wahlberg didn't watch it. Uh, six Underground was number five. I actually thought that it's, one was actually okay. That's the Ryan okay. Reynolds one. It's okay. That's Michael Bay. It, it was okay. Uh, can't do that, Michael Bay. Right? Yep, it was definitely Michael Bay. Yeah, but see, I, I can't get in the mood for that sometimes. You know, just... You know, when the lighting is right, feeling it. The Kissing Booth 2 was number four. The Irishman <laughs> is number three, which is absolutely terrible. Oh, horrible. Wow. Oh, dude, it's like, it's too long for nothing. And they all look so old. They look, they move oh so old. And we it's are, old people, we are, it's two, is back. we are two shows in a row where Elliot... But hates they, like, old actors. But they make them look young, but then they move like nope. they're old. Like that's nope. the I'm problem. Write like, this they make him look on. like he's fifty, but he's really seventy. Listeners, he, he's a seventy-year-old that looks like. If he's you're 50. seventy, oh. do not listen to this podcast. You're, you're dying in a week you. anyway. I don't care. Wow. <laughs> You double down on it, man. You have right. to double down. You can't just like. Oh, you can't I, let I, up. I will say, I will say with the Irishman that the de aging was a little distracting at points. I just watched Captain Marvel the other day with my kids, and man, they just crush they it with Sam it, Jackson the man. entire time. Mm. Like you can't even, you just forget that it's yeah. that he's like a big special effect running around through the entire. Marvel's movie. basically fixed or like since like Tony Stark did it in what was it where he like they made him look young? Yeah, like Civil Soldier, War. Yeah. Civil War. Yeah, they've really come a long way since that. It's crazy how far they've come. Yeah, so I but I did enjoy the Irishman. Okay, let's hear number two and number yeah, yeah. one. Two is Extraction, and one is Bird Box. Oh yeah, Bird Box. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I Bird kinda, Box. Yeah, I forgot about that Bird Box. Yeah, what was it? Were they all blind? No, were it's they all the, deaf? The they couldn't make noise. By the, if you open your eyes, the monsters can you can see the monsters, or the monsters can see you and they eat you or something. Right, you gotta so keep you your to, eyes closed. What? Yeah, you gotta keep your eyes closed. 
Got to keep your eyes closed, and then monsters so, get you. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah got kids. I saw all the memes for that bird box and didn't watch it because of the memes, but I didn't. Oh, know it was good. Watching. Yeah, <laughs> it was that thing where they're on the river and there's bad, bad stuff happening on the river, and they're in the boat and it's a bird you know. box. Yeah, you know, <laughs> bird box. <laughs> bird box comes to save the day. Yeah, bird box. <laughs> I think. I think if nothing, if <laughs> nothing else, if box. we haven't learned much about Netflix, we've learned a lot about our collective inability to describe movies in a cohesive manner. Oh my god. No We're old bad. people though, so like, it's okay. Oh, you know, it's like it's like they're on Shut a boat up, and bad stuff happens. And <laughs> you guys know who else has a bird box? Mm. KFC. <laughs> I'm definitely playing the wall wall music after that. I will edit that shit in. I, I will definitely. That's definitely a wall wall. That is, that is I got that bird bucket too. <laughs> oh, two. Now I gotta do it again. Fuck you, Eric. Stop. Netflix ought to make the sequel right now. They ought to make a sequel called Bird Bucket. Oh my god! Third? I have to do it a third time. Shit, man. <laughs> Episode will be out tomorrow, next day. Spin off Biscuit Bucket. Disappointed! Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Crushing it. Fucking nailing this Are podcast. You? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that All was right, fun. Well, there you go. Joe, did you bring anything to share this week? Nope. I got right. nothing. Well, here. I got, <laughs> do you My really man. not have anything? Because I do have something. I really, that... I really have nothing. All right. Are you? Do you have to deal with the whole hate raids thing on on Twitch at all? Is that anything you've encountered? I, I don't, but I know people who have. Okay, and it's it's for real. Well, explain and it to everybody if you would to the listeners. So what's happening? Is, okay, so what's happening is what can happen is if you're on Twitch, uh, people who are watching a previous channel can take everybody who's watching their stream and come to yours. They can click a button. And they can bring all of their watchers to your stream, right? And you which get is rate. fun. You get rated. It's it's super fun. Everybody gets all crazy about it. They send like you know they they send you know donations and money, and everybody gets all hype about it, or whatever. And it's super cool. It's super cool to happen. It you know brings you know the community together. Super cool. What's happening now is someone, some someone started hate rating. So what they do is they bring bots with them. And all these bots or and regular people combined with regular people just you know inward this and fuck you and hope you get you know killed in an alley. Like it's it's fucking nuts. Like it's crazy. And Twitch is trying to get ahead of it and they can't because they're happening at such a uh, at a an erratic rate like nobody knows when they're happening but then they report them and then twitch is like well it, it happened we can't do anything in yeah, post it's too late at that point you know what i mean so um yeah it's it's insane uh on september 1st i know a bunch of twitch users did not stream at all for a day right to, yeah for a day um to protest this and i don't think it changed anything so mm-hmm. there, Twitch is trying to put implement new technology in to avoid right. this, but I mean, you you can't, right? So, I mean, well, here, you want to know? You want to hear what they're doing? Because it, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, please. Really. It's kind of weird. I don't think it's going to do anything. So, first off, they here's what, oh, what Twitch, Twitch is, has to what, say. what Twitch is doing. Yeah, what they're trying. I thought to you were going to say you, you want to tell me want me to tell you in detail no. more about the awful no. things oh that God. these streamers are doing to other animals like Jesus Elliot. Christ, I, I don't. It's so bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've had uh, friends of friends, like acquaintances that have been like, have had it happen to them, and they just like, they're like, I'm gonna stop streaming for a week. Like, it just turns them off from like wanting to be a part of that community. Like, they're just like, I'm just gonna take a break for a little bit, and maybe I'll come back, maybe I won't. Like, thanks, guys. Yeah, my Twitch following has been very low lately. Do you think very it has anything low. to do with that? I know it has something to do with. Oh, it. really? Interesting. Yeah, I, 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 you know, it started, and and again, uh. It's it's happening. It's happening to everyone. It's not just yeah. huge. It's not just you know people with huge followings. It's happening to small streamers. It's it's happening to the chat. You know the chat streamers. It's happening to everybody. And it's it's insane. You can't get you can't get to it fast enough. You could have a mo- you could have moderators on standby, and they can't get to them fast enough. So here's what Twitch has to say. 
Curbing this type of behavior is, and will continue to be, a top priority for us. No shit. We're optimistic that this will have a significant impact on curbing any kind of chat-based harassment, including targeted bot attacks. So, what they're going to do is, they're going. Twitch has announced the new steps it's taking to protect users against targeted harassment on the platform, including a new feature, Phone Verified Chat. Uh, the new setting will enable streamers to require that quote, some or all of its users verify a phone number before chatting. This comes from uh, this comes from Polygon, who talked to Twitch uh, literally today uh, as of recording. So they're uh, literally unrolling that feature today. So, Joe, verifying users with a phone number, what's that do? Is that doing anything? Wouldn't that, that, would, that would make it harder for users to uh, instantly access the stream, right? Because, you know, some people got to go. You, you have ads showing, right? Then you got to put in your phone number, and then you you know what I mean, like to go be... through all the two step verification. I I, I don't. I mean, well, I guess this is the way it has to do. But why isn't there extra security? Would that be you have to like answer a text for every stream you watch, or is that just like your account should be verified? So like when you're setting it up, they're like, hey, let me confirm you can answer a phone. So I it sounds like it's a like you're verifying your email. At, or your excuse me, your phone number to be like, hey, we know who you are because you verified with your phone number. Not yeah, so much it wouldn't have like to be every time. Yeah, it doesn't sound so. Like it, but it's Twitch verifying, not like the yes. streamer, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, so they're the, also uh... going to add an email verified chat as well in the near future that'll be able to tailor their chat rules according to all kinds of different like standards. They're saying uh, the example that they're giving on Polygon, creators can set it so that only users who have been following under a certain period of time need to even be verified so like oh okay. i've been following joe for three months i don't have he joe can set it so i don't have to be verified because right because he knows joe. me right. he knows who i am he mm. he's yeah okay um, um and they're ver- allowing the feature will let you to verify up to five accounts with one phone number so oh. i mean so then yeah right that's what i thought too right eric you're well, like wait. okay five accounts with one phone number yeah up to five accounts. So you'll be able to have... I mean, I don't know who has more than one Twitch account. Do people have more than one Twitch account? Am I... That's something I'm not... I'm being ignorant about? Uh, I mean, I I guess. <laughs> I guess they could. But, you know, there's this thing called uh, Google Phone. And you can just go out you and... Can you can just, just go and get a phone just number. Get a so, get so a phone number for every email that you have. Email address and, that and you have. Cool and you know, for there's like this thing a week called and a half. And Gmail. Then... <laughs> and you can go out and get an email... And then you can get a phone number for that email, and you can set bots up to do that shit, and just get emails and phone numbers all damn day. And I bet you you could probably train a bot to like run through that verification process too, because um, you can do it all on your PC with the Google phone number. So yeah, I don't think that's gonna be terribly successful. But what do you do, mm-hmm. right? Is there? Banum. I mean, so if it? you, if this, if. The person instigating this hate raid needs to have a critical mass of people in their chat in order to bring enough over to a victim to cause not necessarily so they can have bots also in their chat and Hmm. bring all that shit over with them. Oh, so they could just like be streaming like themselves typing at the computer. Nobody's actually watching them and they're just spinning up a thousand bots to watch their own channel to to, to then come over and just be Mm -hmm. like, there you you go. Even still. If you report like, oh, I got hate rated, like it shouldn't take long for a human to look at the stream of, you know, your stream and be like, oh, yeah, it happened. Let's ban. You could just instantly ban, ban the all. person that sent him over. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. If, and it, then so it, you're, if you were really determined, sure, you could keep spinning up new Twitch accounts uh, to and keep putting your own bots on them. But like and then you're just doing it. It's, it seems like that would be less appealing, you know, like. Any kind of security is ultimately as effective as, right? Like the saying of security is like your website is as secure as the next door website is easy to hack. Wait, that's, they probably say it better. But like the idea is you need to be harder to hack than another target. And if it's more oh, okay. of a pain, then they'll pursue some other vector. Like that's, you can never have completely secure security. Like there's always vulnerabilities. Like You're just trying to endless. create a greater hassle. Yeah. Yeah. The bigger hassle it can be, then you're going to get hacked less at least. So, I mean, if you're I making it more and more obstacles of like, 
okay, if I do this, this account will get banned. So then it's not just, oh, I can just spin up bots. It's I have to also keep making accounts. And then I've got to do that whole thing. And then you're like, you know, this different emails from the same IP. You're going to have to be switching IPs. Like it becomes quite a hassle. You could eventually, you know, have a lot of things like, oh, this person keep this IP keeps spinning up more and more accounts. They keep getting banned. We'll block their IP. And then, okay, like it's such a huge hassle to, hate raid people at that point yeah yes probably being an asshole is less of a hobby and more of a career yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you have to devote so much time to it <laughs> i kind of find it crazy that like the, the hate raid thing is a new phenomenon with twitch like i'm kind of surprised like it took this long for something like this to kind of like become big because it just seems like it was ripe for something like this to happen right like i i, I don't know yeah i i man it, it's just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me right it, it just i i don't get it i and i never will um cuz i why <laughs> what 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 what's why why people just wanting to play fucking video games in their own goddamn homes for other fucking people to watch what what possesses you to like just wake up in the morning and just go have oh, that kind of energy, yeah. Like, just like, what is what is it? And I, and I mean, I, you know, that's not a question to be answered. I just, yeah. I just don't understand it. Some um, people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, safe mode has been introduced by Streamlabs, and that's a bot that will put the chat in emote mode only, put the chat in follower only mode, put the chat in subscriber only mode. Disable chat alerts for followers and clear the chat history with a literally a click of the button. That's kind of nice. Like a plugin you can have on your stream. Yep. So a plugin you can instantly take over to any of your streams and and it'll do what it needs to do. Just shut it down. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the best thing that you can do is just have a tool that'll just shut it down and stop it in its tracks. And then and then you go back in post and you find all that shit that happened and you delete and block all that shit, I guess. Um, but that it's, it's just a it's just a hassle. Huge workload. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge workload. Yeah, like I've been a moderator on a Discord channel that got someone was someone who was on the channel was stirring up trouble on like a different chat room that was somehow connected and just like a bunch of trolls spilled in to the <laughs> Discord channel and just like we blocked a lot. It seemed like it was real people because we blocked a lot of them pretty fast and it stopped. But then it was just like, I think a solid hour of just going through and deleting vile shit. Ugh. It's so much work. Y'all some bored ass people, man. Yep. <laughs> yep. Some bored ass people. If you're listening to this fucking podcast and you're one of those people, you're some bored ass people. Don't catch Get these hands. Get off the internet. Don't catch Get these the hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't catch these hands. Eric, you've been playing like a shitload of games, man. I have been playing a shitload of games. Now I got some new ones. I got some new ones some I'm gonna play too. too. I watched you stream that Hot Wheels race, and uh, the game looked great. Your skills, uh, on the other hand, <laughs> hey, hey, dude, hey, he was for at first for like the first lap, and then just kept eating shit like second <laughs> and third lap, and he kept like bragging too. And then he was like, "Okay, I'm probably not gonna catch him. I probably should shut up." <laughs> And then he was done. One race, and he's like, I got to go, man. I got to go. Love it. All right. All right. All right. right. Wait, 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 wait. The whole point of that stream was to do an audio test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I logged in not even knowing I was going to play Hot Wheels. It was just the game next to the game that I was really going to stream. And so I logged into it, and I was like, oh, fuck it. Since I'm here, I'll just do one race of Hot Wheels, you know, because it's fun. And and yes, it is it is very easy to eat shit in that game. That's kind of the point of the game is that, uh, you know, the tracks are constructed in a way where if you're not super careful, you're just going to go skittering off into a corner, you know, and fly off the track because it's a Hot Wheels car on a Hot Wheels track. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that game is dope. It is it is absolutely fantastic. I, I posted the review this week. I gave it a nine point five. Um, the uh. The single player campaign is a ton of fun and it gets you like a good starter set of cars. But the real hooks are like 
keeping racing and earning more cars and earning more cars and like building up your your collection of Hot Wheels, all of which are totally recognizable. Like as soon as they pop up, you're like, oh, you know, I had that one. I had that one. And then so every now and then you get like a legendary car or a special car. Uh, like I've got the Batmobile. I've got the Turtles van. I've got the nice. uh, the Back to the Future car. You know, so some of that stuff is hiding in there too. And then the cool part is they're going to release modules for it like dlcs and so like the next one is going to be like dc superheroes and uh i forget what the other ones are masters of the universe you know so there will be like not just special new cars but also like new pieces to build tracks you know like castle gray skull or whatever the hell you know shit um so it's it's really neat it's a lot of fun um highly recommended what uh, systems is it on do you know uh, everything okay it's on switch it's on pc i was playing it on ps5 um but yeah nice. i mean it's it, all all of the things it's on all of the things um i have it on steam as well and it runs great on, on pc so that is recommended and there's a track uh, editor you said to it so you can build your own stuff too yeah and i suck at the track <laughs> editor like <laughs> like i you get excited and so you're mm-hmm. like loop de loops i'm gonna do some loop de loops and some big hills but what happens then is that it makes you verify your track before you can actually publish it which means you have to run the track successfully (laughs) kind of like a mario level right like (laughs) you have to run it before you can publish it i could not i could i even even trying to make like a mellow track like i'm just gonna just try to complete one (laughs) <laughs> that you know that I can verify just so I can publish one while I'm doing this review. Nah, Mm-mm. can't do it. <laughs> it's like couldn't do it. The curves are too sharp. The hills are too banky. You know, like I so just am terrible at it. So is it like a thing where if you're a really really good driver, then you could make more complex tracks and successfully publish them? Perhaps, or if you that's, wanted to go real slow, like that's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of a cool meta game though. Yeah. Uh, but I am looking forward to seeing what the community comes up with because Mm -hmm. just the areas that they give you to build the tracks in are super cool. They're like, you know, a laboratory and then you can go up into the ceiling and go through like the heating ducts and come back down and, you know, like, uh, you know, under the desk and over the, it's very, very cool. Who knew? That's, it's, it sounds so good. (laughs) It is, it is so good. It looked fun. I mean, it looked fun watching it. It looked like yeah. it was a lot of fun. Like the Hot Wheels game came, well, I'd like to say it came sliding out of nowhere, but I've been keeping track of it for like <laughs> mm-hmm. the last year, you know, because <laughs> they've been releasing all these uh, trailers and so on, getting everybody prepared for it. But but I think for the majority of people, it did come sliding out of nowhere. Like yeah. people that weren't paying attention, you know, the way that I was paying attention uh, because I get emails about it, you know. Um, but I'm sure the majority of gamers woke up and were like, what's this Hot Wheels game? You know, but yeah, it's dope. Like very, very cool. Yeah. Well, you had a couple of other things that didn't, you did not like nearly as much, right? Uh, I did, uh, Astria Ascending, which is a JRPG by a French Canadian, uh, developer whose name slips my mind. Not terrible, but, um, not the greatest either. Like the the art design on it is absolutely yeah, gorgeous. It looks it's all hand beautiful. drawn, right? Oh yeah, it's hand drawn and it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the animations are great. It's a turn based battle system, so kind of a throwback to uh, you know similar to Bravely Default, a throwback to like older Final Fantasy battle styles. But I had a few problems with it. One of one is that you start the game with your entire party of eight right out of the gate. Whoa! So hmm. instantly you're controlling eight sets of equipment, Mm. eight skill trees, eight everything. And then pretty soon, like after like three or four hours, each of those characters gets a secondary job. So you have their (laughs) initial job with its giant skill tree and then a secondary job with the giant skill tree. And then they get two more as the game progresses, right? And so before long, you've got 32 (laughs) skill trees that you're trying to like build on. And like just the act of going to the store to buy everybody the next level of weapon or whatever, it's like, oh, my God, you know, (laughs) because they all have, you know, the weapon, the armor, the trinkets, you know, all that stuff. And uh, so it's just a lot to manage. Um, 
the other issue that I have with it is just that it is freaking hard. Like I I have rarely played a JRPG where like I go into a new dungeon and the very first like trash mob that I run into just smokes me, (laughs) like just absolutely destroys me. Like in one turn, sometimes even before you get a turn, like this, this dumb dungeon monster is just like, wow, dead, you know, (laughs) like, God, come on. Like over and over and over again, like couldn't figure out how to, so then I had to go back and grind you know, so then I could come back and beat this dumb dungeon monster, and then I get to the boss and ba boom, dead. You know, go back and grind, and and um, it, it just too much. You know, yeah. like too much of that. Like I have no problem with grinding in games. Like I love JRPGs, and I'm I'm used to that grind, but it just like spikes so quickly over and over and over again. So like each time you move to the next thing, it's another spike. Like a bad hot wheel strike. You have to go back and yeah, and and so that was a little frustrating. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it, and then I played uh, Chernobylite, which I which I actually really enjoyed. That's yeah. a good game. What's that about? Yeah. It is um it's about a scientist who was at Chernobyl during the Chernobyl disaster and he is returning in present day to solve a mystery of what happened to his fiance during the disaster. And uh, so they built the game in a 3d scanned Mm. version of the Chernobyl plant and the surrounding area. So like they actually went there and just scanned it all. And that's what they put their game in. Uh, And they had actually done that work previously for a Chernobyl VR experience uh, a few years ago. And I think That's like they cool. probably went back and like souped it up and got more, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it's kind of, it's a first person RPG, but it also has like a lot of really cool base building, uh, stuff. So mm-hmm. like you kind of like scurry around the area, like picking up materials and then taking them back to your base and you're building like power generators and air purifiers and radiation showers and then like crafting benches and, and you make your weapons and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are you fighting? as you play, you get more and more team members who like come and live in your place. And so you're trying to like make it livable for them. And then the more livable it is, the happier they are. And you can send them out on missions to go get materials while you're going and doing the story missions. Okay. So it's a really cool structure. Very creepy. Like, I wouldn't say it's actually like scary, but it's got a real creepy like Atmosphere. doll with wild eyes in the corner staring oh. at you for no reason like one of those deals cool um so yeah it, it was cool it was it was good i i enjoyed it you That's said you're like building pretty set. Oh, sorry max yeah Go ahead. oh you're good so you said you're building weapons in, in chernobyl like what are you fighting or is this is this like kind of fantasy too or is this oh like... yeah 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 it's, it's oh, a horror okay. game like people are going nuts like the main character mm, okay. uh has this tool where he can like open wormholes and slide between oh okay and and so there's like (laughs) weird interdimensional creepy things and then there's also like a bunch of just standard grunt soldier guys around um typically i found it was better just to sneak past things than fight them because the fighting mechanics kind of are a little jank um so but it's perfectly viable just to like stealth your way kind of through a lot of the game and just sneak past dudes to accomplish your mission um so yeah, the, yeah, it, uh, it was it was good and definitely, uh, yeah, building weapons in armor and stuff like that. So the the base building kind of reminded me a bit of Fallout's base building, but just without all the bullshit that makes Fallout's base building suck so hard. Like Fallout's is like you have to do the thing and then you stretch the wire from the generator to the lamp and then you got to put in like <laughs> a like a like a servlet to hold the wires and move them out to the other. It's like a total pain in the ass. Everything you're game, saying right now is exactly why I've never played a Fallout game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the base building is just like a small piece of the game. Like most of Fallout is just wander around and shoot things and get cool loot. I didn't right? even know it was base building. But, but the base building, there's times that it makes you engage with it and it's a pain in the ass. In this game, you seriously just build shit and just throw it in the room, like wherever you want. So it's much more like the Sims where you're like rearranging your furniture and like just kind of putting stuff. And if there's enough power, the thing just works and you don't have to worry about like the power grid and all that <laughs> shit. So, so yeah, that's a cool one. And then uh, the last thing is uh, Joe and I, 
uh, took a swing at Diablo 2 mm-hmm. earlier this week. And it was Joe's first Diablo game. Ever. And I'm kind of kind of curious now after the fact about what your impressions were. Yeah, Joe, why why did you not play a Diablo? Was it just like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I was into like like those kind of dungeon crawling games back in the day. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a gaming PC. I was all console. So Diablo 2, from what I understand, I think it was PC. Did it only, come out right? on PlayStation? It was PC only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought Diablo yeah. 3 was the first. Yeah. Yeah. Diablo, yeah no, you're so, right. Yeah, yeah. Diablo 3 was the first console. Consoles, yeah. And if it was 20 years ago, the closest thing I came to a PC, this is my cousin, and he's he's the only one that had anything that would run anything. Cousin had a PC. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Eric laughed. I get it. It counts. Yeah, shut up. So I thought it was was cool. I definitely um, want to play Diablo 3 just to kind of see the difference. Yeah, it's very good. Because, you know, Eric kept reminding me that it was a 20-year-old game. And I kept picking up everything. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, "Why can't I have this?" You know, I, I, what, what, what was, what did he keep saying, Eric? When you keep picking up things, I'm, I'm overburdened. Over, I'm overburdened. <laughs> I was just like, if memes were around back then, boy, good God. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just kept picking up things. But I think once uh, after that first hour or so, once you got into it and you know you stopped picking up everything, it. I think it was. I thought it was super cool. I think. Um, Again, it would be a lot better with, you know, no, nothing against Eric because me and Eric was kicking some ass. But I think it would be a lot cooler with eight people. And I and I get why it was so popular back in the day, you know, because, you know, eight player online 20 years ago. It's got to be pretty sweet. Was it four player online back then? I don't know. Was I be- it? I, feel like, I think it was four back then, if I'm not mistaken. Four back then? I think so. so. It's eight now, right, Eric? Is that yeah. The, is it yeah, we decided it was eight. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's got to be pretty cool. So I would love to play it with like a player online, go through, complete some stuff, kick some ass, and. What class did you play? Necromancer. Nice. It's the right one for Diablo two, baby. The best one. Yeah, I I almost went with Necromancer, and my daughter was like, "No, the sorceress, the sorceress," and so I was <laughs> like, "All right, we'll be the sorceress," and I was stuck with that damn sorceress, and Joe was running around with like yeah. armies of skeletons, and I was just like. <laughs> Ice Ray, Ice Ray, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like not, not as cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was, I, the first time I fired it up, because I played for a couple hours before Joe, Joe joined in, I I guess I was a little taken aback at just how like old school the game design really is. Like it is, it is some old school game design. And I know that it's just a remaster of the game, but like, I don't know. I don't know why I was expecting them to like change the quests to make them more <laughs> yeah. comprehensible, you know, or like <laughs> give you a map so you could see where you're supposed to go. <laughs> I mean, like just these modern gaming conventions that that didn't that weren't part of that game back then. And I just kind of thought, well, they're going to modernize Diablo two. No, they did not modernize nope. Diablo two at all. It's still the like. There are some quality of life things like it's easier to like put your potions in your belt, you know, stuff like that. But it's still the same like difficult inventory management system and, you know, the same like you get a quest and it's like go past the lost woods out into the stony forest and find the temple and go in there and and like it's just one sentence and you're like well fucking where's the lost woods like i don't even know (laughs) where the lost woods are i guess i'm just gonna wander around and kill shit until i find it you know right um so there's like no waypoints or anything like that nothing steering you and then of course every time you restart it's procedurally generated so if you leave the game that iteration of the stony forest is gone and when that shit used to be over here now it could be over on the other side so um, i did not know that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. So, so it it definitely is a twenty year old game, you know. Uh, that said, like Joe said, once you get going on it, it's you understand why people fell in love with it twenty years ago. Yep, you know. And I, but don't 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 go into it thinking you're getting Diablo three level quality of life stuff because this ain't that, you mm-hmm. know. Right. So, yeah, I I think we should all play it, honestly. But you know, when whenever. Whenever we can, it'd be cool. Whenever, but I, 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 I thought, I thought overall it was good. I thought overall it was good. Honestly, I liked it. I had a I good time. 
Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing, you know, and I I love playing Dungeon Crawlers with, with Eric anyway, but, you know, because, you know, Blitworks. Blitworks. You know, we, love, we love that Blitworks. And then even the, the Tales, was it Tales of Midgard that we were all playing? That was Tales fun. Of t- Talos? Talos? It, what was the what was The, the Talos Principle. The, what was the Midgard title oh, that we all played, Elliot? Not Valheim. Um, oh, my God. There I is totally something about that. Midgard that came out this year. <laughs> Am I, am Tribes I, of Midgard. I, You're right. Tribes, Tribes of, Midgard. of Midgard. Tribes Sorry. of Midgard. There you go. <laughs> I literally played that game for like I've put in like 30 hours. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the best name. Well, it, I get yeah, used to Valheim game. a lot, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, nice. Yeah, dungeon crawls are always better with friends. Yeah, I'm yes. a big this dungeon bottom line. Game. Back to the Gauntlet days. We always oh. we almost played Gauntlet for. Um, PlayStation uh, for uh, games and more, and not enough people had it. So, but we almost oh really? Just, yeah, we almost like because I guess there's a version out there for the PlayStation Four. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, um, I... I forgot what it was called, but we almost all downloaded it and played it, and we nobody you know nobody nobody, nobody had nobody it. Nobody wanted to do it. So whatever. Sad times. Sad times. Sad times. <laughs> Max so yeah, those are the games I've been playing, and I got yeah. newer games, but I can't talk about them. And you were trying to pivot to Max, and I totally I just talked oh, right over fine. you. No, 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 no. I. But I'm, I mean, I can just keep right on going. Yeah, go you know. Yeah, keep going. Why stop more now? Games, right? More games. <laughs> more games. More games. Games and more games and more. Uh, I don't have time to review it, but I'm going to be checking out Rogue Lords tomorrow. It launches tomorrow, and so I'm probably going to be doing an hour or two of that and throwing it up on YouTube. Um, it's a darkest dungeon style RPG roguelike, which yeah. looks very cool. You play as Satan and you <laughs> have uh, like Dracula awakened. and yeah, Frankenstein. You've, like, awakened. you've awakened back. I, I almost was like interested in reviewing it, but I was like, oh, I'll take forever to beat properly. <laughs> so many games. It just games. looks like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a game. Yeah, and Darkest Dungeon is like known for being difficult as shit, you know. And this game is very Darkest Dungeon like. So, uh, yeah, there's too much other shit going on. So, anyhow, sorry, Max. What do you got going on? Hey, Max. Oh man. All right. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I finished up play. So I didn't see a lot of news this week because I don't pay a ton of attention. Um, and I finished up playing Control last week, which mm. was excellent. Oh, you Thank played you. it. You played it. Yes. Yes. I just finished oh, it up. Great. Wonderful. Um, Did you like it? Dude, Control is a wonderful game. It is. Um, well, it was so a delight. Describe it. The... describe it to us because I'm not super familiar. So Control is, when did it come out? Like 2017 or something? Mm. Like 2018 maybe? It was 18, a, a 18 or 19. 18. Yeah. 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 A couple years back. It's, it's, uh, it's like an, a third person action game where you show up in this cool like brutalism architecture government building and um it's pretty mysterious you know you're there because uh the player keeps referring in second person to be like all right you led me here and like you're like what is going on and it sort of unravels that this is like a secret government thing that's been investigating the paranormal and it's always been there just no one's known about it and it does a great job doing the atmosphere of like um one like if you do any of you guys follow uh like there's this Twitter account called Liminal Spaces? No. It's <laughs> it's great. It's just pictures of things like a hallway with fluorescent lights underground and it's just or like a um uh like a daycare-esque building with like that kind of carpet that you know from a daycare but like no furniture in it or like a street at night with no one on it and like one of the lights is out or like <laughs> uh i don't know how to describe it well but it's just sort of kind of lonely interesting spaces that imply a much greater story through their visuals um and it's just sort of a genre of pictures and uh that sort of mood and atmosphere is i think really intriguing um like if you've ever been at an office you work at, but you've come back after hours and there's no one there. Or, or if you were ever at school, you went back to like your high school at night, like after a theater production or something. And it's like empty and it's like the familiar, but twisted in a disconcerting way because you're so familiar with the context, but the context is all wrong. <laughs> you are nailing this max. <laughs> like, you, you are, you are crushing this. Uh, yeah. So, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, that is what control. That is its hook. Is a it's it's a familiar building with you know lots of file cabinets. Um, it's got the seventies aesthetic, which is really fun. The in game they makes they uh give the lore of that as like, hey, there's posters on the wall that say, don't bring in modern technology. You know why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, and there'll be, and so then it it starts out with that, and you're just like why am i in this weird space and you come across this janitor who's like kind of weird he's like oh hey i know i see you're you're here well the elevator's open for you and you come around a corner and you're like in the place you were before you've gone in a circle but there's an elevator there now that wasn't there before it's like that kind of vibe and you go up and you gradually uncover uh more and more like things that have gone horribly wrong in this building you know you come across like Oh, it's like, oh my gosh. So let me talk about the posters on the wall. One of my favorite things about this game is they'll have posters like, um, delays caused by building shifts do not count towards overtime. Like, (laughs) and you can like find reports in filing cabinets that are like, you know, just like notice to all employees, make sure you remember where your desk is. If you find yourself in a office that is like your office, but your desk is missing, please notify someone immediately. Just like the <laughs> idea that all this mysterious magic or not magical, but like creepy other dimensional stuff can happen. And it's normal is really great. Um, and then more and more the fucked up shit comes in where you're like reading reports about like how these, you know, Oh, and this person, all that we found left was they had. Okay. A really good example is, um, <laughs> Uh, you, there's this mission f- later in the game. You have a better idea of what's going on. And there's this guy in a room and there's a refrigerator. Uh, I was hoping I was going to bring yes. this up if you didn't bring it up because it's yeah. like my favorite. Oh, do you do you want to tell it? No, no, you go ahead. It's okay, probably okay. it's more fresh with you. So, yeah. So you're walking around this. It's called the Panopticon where they keep an eye on all the uh, altered objects that they found. And so this dude is just staring at this refrigerator and he's freaking out. He's like, hey, hey, oh my God, are you here? They've, they've, no one's coming to get me. I can't take my eyes off the refrigerator. I can't blink. Can you help me? And you're, uh, Jesse, the character you play as, she's like, yeah, what's going on? And he's like, just get someone. I've been here so long. And um, so you go down, you find there's like a supervisor who's like, oh, fuck, I forgot about Carl or whatever his name is. He's like, oh, okay, okay, here's what you got to do. I'll unlock the door, go in there, and like, can you keep an eye on the refrigerator? And she's like, the the one you play as is just like, I will, I'll, I'll deal with the refrigerator. This is not a good system that we have in place here. Uh, so you go in, so you go up, and you can see him through a glass window. And you like press the microphone button. It's sort of like a jail, a jail where you can talk through the window. And you're like, hey, I've unlocked the door. I'm coming to get you. And he's like, come on. I can't. I'm going to blink. I'm going to blink. And you, so you go around the corner. And as you're opening the door, you just hear like, he just stops talking. And she's like, Carl, Carl. And you open the door. And it's just like, the refrigerator hasn't moved. But there's like blood leaking out of the bottom. And you're like, what happened to Carl? <laughs> and then you uh, do your sort of, she's, she's like, her thing is a bit of, a bit chosen one-y. She's sort of psychic and she can interact with the mysterious things going on in the building. And you sort of teleport into the refrigerator's dimension and fight this uh, eldritch monster. It's very hard to describe because it's an eldritch monster. <laughs> uh, and eventually sort of placate the problem with the refrigerator, <laughs> as it were. It's, it's just so full of weird stuff. Like you come around a corner and you just never know what you're going to see. There's one area that has a clock that can't stop reproducing. Yes. And so it's yeah. just like a million of this one clock, like just leaking all over the place, like filling rooms, falling down yes. the corridors, you know? Um, it's just and the way they describe just... that, they're just like, uh, cause the dude who introduces you to that, he's like, he's wounded and he's like, Oh, I just got out of the clocks. And Jesse's like, what are the clocks? He's like, Oh, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a threshold space that's connected to the building through a certain dimension, but not another way. And it's called the clocks cause of the clocks. And you're like, all right. And you go down there and it's like you said, just like mountains of clocks, just like filling up rooms that you like slide down. So weird. So good. Yeah. yeah but the other piece of the game that's so fun is the combat. Like, mm-hmm. like Jesse very quickly gains psychic abilities. So like she can just like rip pieces off the wall and hurl them at dudes or like pick up desks with her mind and like throw it down the corridor at people and they just pop and mm-hmm. uh like 
it got to a point in the game where after a while I stopped using my gun because I was just <laughs> flinging shit all over the place and, and, and using that as the combat system. And it's, it's really good, satisfying, dif- so difficult good. at times mm-hmm. combat. How did you feel about uh, towards the end of the game? Did you have any problems? Make sure a much better gamer than I am. Did, <laughs> did you have any problems like beating some of those last missions? Um, not too much. So I, I think we might've talked about control before on the show and you mentioned that you had frame rate issues. Yeah. Which I same. I'm playing this on just like an original PS4, not the pro version. And I think one of the most impressive things about this game on a technical level is all that when when Eric says you're ripping pieces out of the wall or like ripping up desks, you are. You're not like pulling up the model. You will be ripping things apart. And there are physics and like debris that goes flying everywhere. And just the physics simulation in this game is crazy. Um so like it's fun you, to walk into the lunchroom and just yeah. throw some shit into the lunchroom to watch all the chairs fly in every direction, mm-hmm. you know, like cool stuff like, like that. You'll if you rip up a desk, you won't just like take up the desk model, but like there will be five or six binders on the desk that will all fall off and the computer and the legs might fall off the desk or the drawers will fall out. Um, You'll have papers flying everywhere. So like the biggest problem for me was frame rate issues in those later in those later fights in those like kind of busy rooms where i'd go to like hurl uh fling a desk and i'd hit someone who was too close and the really really cool particle effects when a dude explodes um which are not gory they're like a rainbow kind of mist because of the weird things that these people have been transformed into that really just killed me and it would just freeze up and it would you know like freeze and then unfreeze and i'd be dead and you'd be dead exactly what happened exactly Okay, so when when Control came out, like I loved it, but I had to score it, and I ended up giving it a seven. Mm. And and the reason I gave it a seven was just purely technical. And and that that case you just cited is almost word for word what I put in my review. Like mm-hmm. the frame rate would freeze by the time it caught up, I would be like reloading because I was killed, mm. and and it could be devastatingly frustrating when you go in like one of those half hour fights and you're on the last guy and that frame rate freezes up and then you lose the whole thing. You have to start over again. (laughs) So, and and I got a little bit of shit for giving it a seven and I had to kind of defend that because I was like, no, like I really love this game. Like I really, really like it, but in certain places, like it just doesn't work, you know, like it, Mm -hmm. it, it's almost broken. Um, so, I think they've made some changes. So playing it this past month, um, uh, I don't know if one thing did you when you played that they have like the really really involved difficulty and option settings. No. Okay, then they've added those in. It has there were no a, there were no okay. difficulty options at all. They let they give you things like a slider for how much damage you take to mo- like modify the amount of damage or like how much damage you deal. Um, they're like those kinds of options. Just so you, it's very, easier... very configurable. Oh, or harder. Gotcha. Up to you, man. I would have, so I, just... I would have straight slid that down to easy to yeah. get through some of those <laughs> last fights because it was so hard. So yeah, that's awesome that they that they did that. That's what I uh, ended up doing for the last fights. Like I, I didn't think I was gonna have a problem with them like playing wise, but just it because you know like the frame rate was not great. So I just slid it down like a couple of notches and that was enough for me to kill them before the frame rate really, you know, like instead of three dudes still coming at me, there's just one or two. So no, that's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. And then I'm so glad you played it. Also made, I think I never had the problem with like when I would go through those later encounters where you're doing like sort of like five or six waves of enemies, it just put you back at the one you died on. Oh, like the earlier waves. You just, you've already done that. Keep going. That's very cool. Yeah. So fantastic game. I'm definitely going to play it again when I have a PS5 and can like fully appreciate everything. Yeah. Joe, if you're interested, it's going to be on Stadia Pro in two days. It's so on Xbox um, Game Pass right now. Is it on Game Pass? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On that Series S. I might have to check it out. Definitely worth a look, man. Like it's worth a download just to play a couple hours of it and just kind of sure. get a feel for the vibe and see if you like it. But I bet you'll like it. Everybody likes it. I'm in. <laughs> After uh, these other three games that I got to get through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many games. So, so, so many games. Last, last thing before we go. I'm, I'm interested. So when when's the embargo up for Monkey Ball, Joe? Today. Today. Okay. Today. So 
Joe uh, took on a written review for Super Monkey Ball, and yes. I have not read it yet, but I'm curious how it went. Like, like how, what was the process like trying to write your first review? So, like, um, I I looked over. So you sent me. Every everybody needs to know that Eric sent me uh kind of a breakdown of how to to kind of do a review. Nice. And I glanced over it, and then I, I today I, I looked over it again, and I compared it with my review, and I will tell you that it looks nothing like you. <laughs> 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 I was just like, Good. Oh, well, you're already on the so, right track, man. <laughs> I, I took every bit of how this game made me feel, and I threw it into this review. And when I felt it got long-winded toward the end, I was like, I'm going to talk about these next things in five words or less. And, <laughs> and I broke it down like that. This game, I, I, I don't, my first review with this, this game is so jam packed with stuff. It's not even funny. They took Super Monkey Ball 1, Super Monkey Ball 2, and Super Mar- Monkey Ball Deluxe and threw it in this game. They revamped all those levels, threw it in this game. There's a casual, there's a expert there's a super version of those boards. Then there's a super expert version of those boards. There are 12 random party games that they just <laughs> threw into the motherfucker. Like, the, so the review was is it, it starts off where I'm like, I played my first monkey ball game at game at GameWorks like a long time ago, <laughs> and I haven't played one since because I thought it was easy and it became hard immediately, and I got that pissed like off a, and said GameWorks was game. like. Dave and Buster's kind of a place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of remember and, that. And so I'm playing this game and I'm breezing through it, and it's just it it just starts getting so hard, and I was like, "What the fuck?" But I <laughs> I, I I wrote that review. All my feelings are in that review. Um, <laughs> all my feeling, and then I even word checked it, and I think I think your word count said something like twelve hundred, and I was like. Eh. <laughs> like I, I got I think I got to like a grand but that's fine yeah. grand is fine I, I I I tried I really tried and it's you're gonna look at it and be like man he really feels all kinds of ways about this game <laughs> like, <laughs> but I don't know I didn't talk about the graphics because it's, it's super monkey ball it's the graphics I said you know HD 60 frames per second I said it like that but and I tried to put those details in there you know uh, I didn't talk about the music I didn't talk about that. I talked about the features of the game, which I'm telling you, it's 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 almost overwhelming. That's how many features are in the game. Accessibility, we were talking about sliders and everything. You can click a button that says you cleared the level without Hell clearing yeah. the level. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, you can completely skip a level. You're just like, no, nice. fuck it. It doesn't record. It doesn't give you like in-game currency, and it doesn't record your time, so you can upload it to your online rankings. But... You can completely skip the, so all that's, that's in there. All that's in. There. I took all this information and said, and then I was like, oh wait, this is getting long. And then I was like, eh. no, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm, I'm looking forward it. to reading it. But it, yeah. it was it was fun to do. Uh, but I don't I don't see how you guys find the time to do it all the time. <laughs> I won't say that. I'm like, how how is this possible? How do you guys review games? My it's, my process is I, I go I take my laptop I sit on the bed. I allocate like two hours and I just sit there and pound it out. Yeah. Like it's, it's like to me, this is the price I pay for <laughs> video games. Like. <laughs> like this is me earning my video games, the sitting on the bedtime. I will tell you that it was easy to do it for the switch because then I could, you know, go back to the switch, the handheld version, have it sit right here and then type on the computer and then go, Oh wait. And uh, go back to click my switch and then go, <laughs> go back to typing. So I was going back and forth with that too, because I've played this game for three whole days and i still went down the right and i was like oh wait this has to be a little bit more structured <laughs> it was all over the place so um but writing my first review is not like script writing that's for sure it it's it's tough it it's is a not different for the week. it's a different discipline yeah. it is it definitely is so i commend any anybody who's out there reviewing games if i shit it on you for four for your shitty scores i'm sorry <laughs> well, look for Joe's review on GamingNexus.com in the next day or two. We're going to get that bad boy posted and nice. uh, give him all the credit in the world for taking a swipe at it, man. Can't, can't believe it. 
Can't believe I even did it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> give him give him six months and maybe he'll want to try it again. Oh, I'll definitely try it again. Yes. All right, cool. Hi, uh, will recommend. Five stars. Right on. Will recommend. Nice. Well, cool. I guess that's going to do it for us this week. Did uh, do we want to mention that we're going to be at GDEX? Um, we yeah, probably we, should mention we did, that we're going to be at Absolutely. Yeah. You just mentioned it. There you well, go. let's and get some details. So GDEX is a convention in Columbus, Ohio for video games or game development or game developers or people who play games. I'm Everything. Not, all of the above. Yes. All the things. If you know about a video game or a tabletop game, because this year it's combined with the Origins Game Fair, which is a super ancient, always been running uh, board game convention that has been in Columbus since like, what, 99 or something? Forever. Yeah, yeah, a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're happening both. They're concurrent. They're both happening this weekend, and we are going to be doing a live show on Friday at 4 p.m. somewhere in the depths of the convention center. Yep, we're <laughs> going in a room. We're taking some microphones and a computer, and we're going to do it in front of however many people show up. Mm-hmm. Could be none. Could, Could be, be ten. Lots. I don't know. Could be fifty. We just don't know. So I think li- when yeah. we get there early, we might have to wander around being like, hey, you want to come watch us do our podcast? Yeah. Like, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, <laughs> watch us do our podcast. The, the game I made does require some participation, audience participation. As oh, that'll be the, funny. They're the like voters. So if it's just like one or two people, we'll be like, oh, they get to choose the outcome of the argument we have. The tyranny of the minority. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, if cool. you're listening and you're thinking about going to uh, GDEX or Origins and want to catch our live show, that'll be at 4 p.m in a room we'll put it on twitter and stuff we'll put it in the <laughs> yeah, show we'll, elliot put will put it in the show notes oh yeah elliot, oh, oh yeah look, look it up it's in elliot, an email put it in the show notes you just gotta check your email and it's Jeez. there no it's not yeah it's it email. i think it is oh, sure I think it, is. it is yeah, yeah it definitely is it's in the oh, email okay. yeah well we'll see how i feel in, in half <laughs> wow wow anyway elliot's, other than that elliot's too old to put it in the show notes Oh, 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 one thing real quick, real quick. Uh, just a, a general note. Uh, I was a guest star on oh, that's right. uh, I meant to Hitch. That too. Yeah, I was on Hitchcock Chronologically. The episode just dropped today. So that's the, another the podcast. podcast. The podcast is Hitchcock Chronologically, and I was on an episode talking about Rear Window. Yeah, with uh, a friend of the show, Jeff, who was friend on. Friend of the show, Jeff. Yeah. Who was on and the week it, that you weren't here, Joe, and that's why you're making that face. Son of was, a bitch. A oh, really yeah, fun can. conversation. Uh, so yeah, if you have a chance, go look that up wherever you get your podcast. It's a yeah. great show. He's, it's he's a doing great a cool show. Thing. It, the the premise is like he this year he's literally watching one Hitchcock movie a week and reviewing it, and there happens to be fifty two Hitchcock movies. So, oh yeah. So he literally started at the beginning of the year, and he's going to end at the end of the year. It's really like kind of got lucky how he kind of rolled into that. But the concept's awesome. And the beginning half of the series was really interesting because it was stuff like you never even remotely heard of, you know. It was, you know, soundless movies to talkies, you know. It it's really kind of spans a very wide area of, like, filmography, you know. And now he's doing yeah. really good stuff. Like, I'm, I think I'm going to be really on good in stuff. a couple weeks. <laughs> I think you're yeah, gonna I'm gonna... going back on again, right? Yeah, I'm recording another one this Sunday, but it won't be out until, like, November uh, yeah. We're gonna do Vertigo, so I'm pretty jazzed. Yeah, I've never I'm seen doing, it. So. I think I'm doing North by Northwest, which I've never. Oh, seen. Oh, that's awesome. So. Anyway, very cool. You anyway, know, when I heard Rear Window, I was thinking of Secret Window with Johnny Depp, and I was like, "That is not window. the same movie." Oh, no. when you said <laughs> Secret Window, movie. I was Terrible. thinking of Secret Garden. <laughs> Secret Windows. Oh, it's ah, not Secret ah. Garden. Secret Garden. <laughs> Secret Garden. Secret Window was based on the novella Secret Window, Secret Garden by Stephen King. Stephen so. King, yeah. 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 So one of the bad Stephen King movies. Yeah, Secret <laughs> Window was terrible. <laughs> you know what's a good Stephen King movie? The Mist. The uh, Mist is great! The Mist is so great. It's so good! What's the Langoliers you... one? That one's a good one. No, 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 no. You well, can't you compare the Langoliers with The Mist. Lang- the okay. Langoliers is a miniseries with Balky. The Mist yeah, is true. an awesome <laughs> monster movie on, with the darkest like, ending in history. It's all the time we have for uh, Gaming Nexus podcast. You totally folks. just fade out on that Fucking conversation. God damn it, Elliot. What is wrong with you? Why? Why do you ruin uh, everything? Those Langoliers scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I like Bag of Bones with Remington Steel. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, like speaking that one. of people with Remy in the name, Ratatouille. 
Patton Oswalt's in this show we've been watching on Peacock called AP Bio. Oh, Very AP Bio is so good. So funny. Oh. It's dark and weird and funny. Mm. Are you Patton guys still Oswalt. listening? It's like Paddington Bear, which those are great movies. <laughs> the, the highest reviewed movie of all time, uh, Paddington yeah. Bear 2. Two? Yeah, yeah. Tomatoes. Re- I've never seen it. Wait, they're, what? They're actually really good. They're very good movies. It's, they really are good movies. Hold on. It's shocking what? how good they are. Paddington Bear 2 is the highest rated movie of all time on mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. It's apparently uh, not I think I think somebody 99%. broke it. 99%. Yeah. yeah, it had 100 for the longest, and then like some dick. two years yeah. after it came out, some dick like did a bad <laughs> review and broke the record. Yeah. No, it's it's you would think like you're like there's no way this movie is that great, but it's like it's it's great. It's a great movie. Both yeah, they're, they're really, really good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh, oh yeah. Eddie, Eddie, oh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Harris. It was Eddie Harrison, you dick from filmauthority.com, you fuck. Way to ruin everything, you asshole. Now Film we get authority. into authority. There we go. I really think it'd be funny if you just like faded down the audio. On oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we say our names? <laughs> yes, please. Eric. Max. Joseph. 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 You're Max. just giving me a reason to leave all of this in. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> That's all you guys are doing. This is just more content. 